So this weekend, we come to what is hands down the most talked about, the most inspired part of the book of Proverbs. You know, we've been in this series called Wisdom for Life. We've looked at all kinds of issues that deal with our lives. But there is one issue. There is one area where more wisdom is offered than any other. More than marriage, more than parenting, more than money, more than relationships, and more than our jobs. The number one area of practical life wisdom in the book of Proverbs that it addresses is simply this, our mouths. Which is why we'll look at this, not only this week, but also next week. So here's the headline. It's found in Proverbs 18.21 where it says this, Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. See, that one big idea, it's all throughout the Bible. In the New Testament, the prophet James says that the tongue, while one of the smallest parts of the body, can steer the course for your entire life. So we're told to manage our mouths, to keep a tight rein on our tongues. Because if we don't, we can damage not only our relationship with others, but our relationship with God. So let's look at the specific wisdom that Proverbs has to offer us. And here's how we're going to divide it. This week, we're going to look at what we shouldn't do with our mouths. And then next week, we're going to look at what we should do with our mouths. So the first thing we're told to do is to not talk too much. In fact, in Proverbs 10, it says this, babbling fools fall flat on their faces. Also in Proverbs 10, this time verse 10, it says, a chattering fool comes to ruin. Then in verse 14 of chapter 10, it says, too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Proverbs 11 says, a sensible person keeps quiet. Jumping to Proverbs 13, it says, careful words make for a careless, careful life. Careless talk may ruin everything. In Proverbs 17, it says, a truly wise person uses few words. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Bit of wisdom there. If you, even if you are a fool, just keep quiet and you'll look intelligent. Proverbs 21 puts it this way. Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. 
And Proverbs 29 says, There is more hope for a fool than for someone who speaks without thinking. So there are three big lessons we just learned in all of those verses. Number one, shut up. Number two, shut up again. And number three, keep shutting up. See, the key idea is if we are always talking, then we can't be listening. We can't be thinking and we can't be reflecting. Which means that we will say things that we shouldn't say. You know, people always say that you should always talk your mind. Well, only if there's been time for your mind to come up with something worth talking about. You see, these days, it's not just that we're quick to talk, but we're way too quick to text and tweet and email and post, even in some high positions in this land. It's the added to all of this reality is that many words, in many words, there's a great capacity and tendency to sin. Because the more we talk, the more we will sin. Proverbs 10, 19 says, too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. There was reading a book that talked about this, and it said that on average we speak 10,000 words a day. Now that may seem like a lot to some of you, but they say, women, you average 20,000 words a day, and men, we're at seven. Makes sense to me. So on average, it's about 10,000 words a day. Well, how many times do you screw up in 10,000 words? Let's just focus on lying. William Backus cites research that indicates that the average person lies 200 times a day in one form or another. Everything from telling someone that you look great when they really don't to saying you did good when they sucked. See, we're not even getting into the straight-up, in-your-face, self-protecting, self-promoting lies that are really sketchy. If you add them all up, 200 lies a day. Now, I know some of you are sitting here thinking, I don't lie 200 times a day. Well, for you, that's now 201. <laughs> See, lying is just one form of verbally screwing things up. There's also gossip, slander, anger, insults, unkept promises, and many more. You add all of those up on an average day. You screw up 1,000 times. That's a ratio, if you average 10,000 words a day, it's a ratio of one screw-up for every 10 words you speak. Now, if you were to cut how much you speak down in half, you would lower the number of times you screw up by half. 
Now, if you could get your word total down to just 10 words a day, imagine that. That would mean you still would sin one time a day. But here's the truth about my life. The more I open my mouth, the more I gossip. The more I cause conflict, the more I exaggerate, the more I make promises that I can't keep. The more I boast, the more I say things that are hurtful and contentious, downright rude. But the less I speak, meaning taking the time to think before I speak, the more I tell the truth, the more I speak well of others, the more I spread peace, the more I demonstrate humility, the more I keep my word. And to say things that are careful, measured, sensitive, and encouraging to others. Now I know what some of you may be thinking. But I'm a talker. That's just who I am. I can't help but talk. That's just like you can choose to eat less if you want to lose weight. You can choose to talk less. It is a choice. Proverbs gives us two very specific types of words to eliminate completely from our lives. The first is gossip. Proverbs 11 says this, it says, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy man keeps a secret. Proverbs 16 says, gossip separates the best of friends. Proverbs 18 says, listening to a gossip is like eating cheap candy. Do you really want junk like that in your belly? 20, Proverbs 26 says, fire goes out without wood, and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. Let's be clear about what a gossip does. A gossip is someone who runs their mouth, repeating idle talk and rumors, especially about the private or personal affairs of others. When we gossip, we betray a confidence that's been put in us by someone else when they shared that information with us. When we gossip, we separate people who might have been close friends by sharing information that will drive a wedge between them. It'll undermine the trust that they have between them. It'll even sabotage intimacy. When we gossip, we slander and undermine people and cause rumors and innuendo to poison other people. So what gossip does, it shows a lack of integrity. 
It creates discord and division. And it negatively affects the internal spiritual world of the person who hears it. Because whether it's true or not, hearing gossip affects you. It poisons you. And you can't help but think about the person differently. Because even though we know we shouldn't, we tend to believe it. Which makes the sin of gossip all the more harmful. Because it tends to be among the most influential, infectious, and harmful acts that we can commit. So before talking, stop and ask yourself these three questions. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it encouraging? Because if it isn't, then don't talk it. The next set of words that tells us to stop are lies. And here's a quick tour of what Proverbs tells us about this. In Proverbs chapter 6, it says, The Lord hates a lying tongue. A false witness pours out lies. Proverbs 12 says, An honest witness tells the truth. A false witness tells lies. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. The Lord detests lying lips but he delights in those who tell the truth. Proverbs 19 says, Perjury won't go unpunished. The person who tells lies gets caught. Proverbs 25 puts it this way. It says, Telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe, wounding them with a sword, or shooting them with a sharp arrow. An advertising agency did a nationwide survey a number of years ago about lying. When do we lie? How do we lie? Why do we lie? And the results are interesting. 91% of all Americans confessed that they lie regularly. 79% had given out a false phone number or invented a new identity when meeting someone on an airplane. I'll be honest, I've been one of those to give out a false phone number when they ask you for your phone number at the checkout line or your email address. Just a, a, it's just a letter off. It was a simple, honest mistake, right? One out of every five people admitted that they couldn't even go through a day without telling a premeditated lie. What do you think we lie about the most? I was going to take some participation. For those watching online, you can comment in the comments, but for those of you in the room, I'm going to take a poll, a poll here. What do you lie about the most? Your income? Your weight 
or your age? How many say you lie most about your income? Raise your hand or comment online. How many say it has to do with your weight? About the same. How many things it says it's about your age? I think age actually won. See, guess what the answer is? It's our weight. That is what we lie most about. And I, and I don't really understand why it's such a big deal. I don't have any problem standing up here and telling you that I weigh 165 pounds. <laughs> I heard that. That hurt. See, by the way, lying about money was number two. Lying about your age was number three. You want to know what number four was? It wasn't up there. But number four is our true hair color. That's mostly probably for the women, but there are men too that do some dyeing, so it is what it is. But here is what is the most intriguing part of that study. People just don't care about lying anymore. I mean, I stood up here and told you I weighed 165 pounds. I was trying to get a laugh out of joy over there, but see, studies show that over half of all Americans don't even think that it's wrong. But it is. In fact, did you catch how God feels about it? Take another look. In Proverbs 6, it says, The Lord hates a lying tongue. A false witness pours out lies. And then in Proverbs 12, it says, The Lord detests lying lips. Pretty strong language, isn't it? God hates. God detests. And the reason God hates lying is because he is the truth. Truth is his very nature. And any distortion of the truth is diametrically opposed to God and the things of God. So let's walk through what it means to lie. First, we can just plain lie. Come right out and say something that's not true. Say that it's raining when it's sunny outside. Say that we have a PhD when we never even made it out of college. Say that we've never been married when the divorce papers have just been finalized. See, these are direct lies. But lying about something is usually much more subtle than that. Imagine a trial in a courtroom. I know for some of you it's harder to imagine than me. But imagine you're in a courtroom and there's a trial and the first witness gets up and says, I saw John kill his wife on the corner. And the second witness gets up and says, I saw John on the corner. And a third witness gets up and refuses to say anything. The truth is that all three of them saw John and they know that he didn't kill anyone. The first person just lied boldly to the court. The second person told an evasive half-truth. So they did see John. And the third person remains in cowardly silence. 
all three of them lied. Because all three of them tampered with the truth. Here's another way that we lie. Call it distortion. We can misquote someone, slander their reputation, make an accusation that's full of half-truths. We can bend the truth to make a profit or to avoid punishment. A third way that we lie is to exaggerate. And many of us don't really think this is all that bad if we just exaggerate a little bit. We intentionally inflate the numbers and the statistics. In the church world, we call it pastor math. Looking here and saying, we got 600 people here today when it's not 600 people here. Say that we're close friends with someone who we hardly even know. Pad your resume. Enlarge your past accomplishments, exaggerations, but not the truth. Then there's the worst lie of all. The worst lie of all, the one that causes the most damage, the most harm, and causes the most pain. It's lying to ourselves. And not just lying to ourselves about anything, but one lie in particular. Telling yourself that everything's okay when it's not. There's no lie more destructive than that to your life. It's telling yourself that you're a great father when your kids are walking away in rebellion. Is telling yourself that your marriage is just fine when the divorce papers are getting ready to be filed. It's telling yourself that it's always another person's fault or it's the company's fault as you keep going from job to job to job. It's telling yourself that you're in great shape right before the heart attack occurs. Lying to yourself is the most destructive form of lying of all because it can cause the most harm. And God knows that. So he tells you, tell the truth. Tell it to others, and most importantly, tell it to yourself. See, here's the easiest way to accomplish that. We're going to come full circle. The easiest way to do it is to talk less. Think about your life being free from what you said you wished that you hadn't said. What in your life do you wish that you hadn't said? Going forward, Jesus gives us the opportunity to follow his guidance, to be his servant, to be a follower of him, and to spread truth everywhere we go. We have to make that commitment to God and to ourselves, to make ourselves a better person, a better witness, 
Because when people see us exaggerating and lying and slandering and gossiping, what kind of a Christian witness is that? So make that decision to follow him with your whole heart. Jesus, thank you for the wisdom that you have given us in the book of Proverbs. Thank you that you forgive us for the many times that we fail. The many, many times. Help us to get away from the slandering and the gossip and the lying and the exaggerating. Help us to always present a witness for you. So when others see us in our daily lives, they don't see us, but they see you shining through us. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name.